This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, riding out on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. You say, uh, like some white men say, what do you mean, Trailblazer? You're blazing the path. Well, we're living in a day when there's much error on the land, there's much much uh, misinformation out there. The Bible has been whittled to pieces and watered down to where it's uh, so much error out there. And the old Trailblazer is just uh, attempting to set things straight I don't take issue with you. No, I just bring you what the Lord uh, leads leads me to and, and uh, cutting away all of the briars and the brambles. You know, if you leave a field unplowed, it won't take but a year or two. The little brush and the scrubs will grow up in there, especially around the headlands and all. We have to go in there with a bush hog and bush hog all that down before we can put the plow in there. Well, that's what the Lord does. He clears away all of the rubbish and all of the ill thinking and the mis- misinformation and those things. And the Lord's using the old trailblazer to do that. Do you hear anyone else, my friend, where you live? Do you hear anyone else uh, refuting error? You say, what is the error of today, Pastor? What is the error, the prevalent error of today? First of all, uh, man, I leave out of the total depravity of man. The average preacher knows nothing about the total depravity of man. He doesn't preach it. I make this statement. If you go astray on the total depravity of the human heart, you go astray on every other doctrine of God's Word. You go astray on the sovereignty of God, uh, man's responsibility, and all those related subjects, my friend. And, uh, but that's what we do. We're cutting all those things away. Now, I'm, I'm wanna, I want to reiterate a statement I made in our last study. I want to call your attention to one of the most startling facts regarding divine healing in the book of Acts. And that is that uh, we have no record of a single believer ever being healed. And this is clearly set forth in Acts 15. Let me read that verse, the 12th verse. Then all the multitudes kept silent and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles, or heathen, by them. This are unsaved individuals. I didn't say there were not any believers healed by the direct power of God, but we find no record of it. Maybe if you know, and if you will, let me know. Was Paul healed when he prayed for it? No, no. We find there in 2 Corinthians 12 that Paul prayed three times to be healed. Paul surely was a man of faith, but God said, No, Paul, I will not heal you, but I'll give you grace sufficient to be an overcomer. I know that the faith healers of today say, If you had an infirmity, it's because of sin. If you have any faith enough, you can be cured. And what a lie to hell, my friend. What a libel against the apostle Paul. He said, uh, most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmities. And that word infirmity means uh, disease or unhealthiness. He said, I'll glory in those things. You show me someone today glorying in infirmities, and I'll show you one whom the power of the Lord rests. Paul tells us in First Timothy, speaking to Timothy there, drink no a longer water, but use a little wine for that stomach. The water in that day often was polluted and often in, uh, uh, was infected with uh, diseases and bacteria and those things. But listen, why didn't Paul heal him? Well, he could have, but no record is ever shown where Paul healed a Christian. He used that power always for the Gentiles, the barbarians. He left God's people in the hands of their heavenly Father, and he knew that they were all well. Then we have in Philippians 2, 2 uh, the story of uh, Epaphroditus. I believe that's how you say that. You know what I'm talking about. 
Ephesians 2.26, who was sick unto death, and Paul didn't heal him. Also, we have the story in 2 Timothy 4.20, where Paul says, I left Trophenius at millennium sick. Paul didn't heal him. I'm just trying to make sense, my friend. Uh, just bring stuff down to where you and I live and where we won't go off on a tangent. We find here set forth in the fact God's divine healing is found in the New Testament. Body healing is not in the atonement. Let's make that statement as emphatic as we can make it. There's no such a thing as the gospel of healing. Now, I know folks will jump up and stomp their foot and say, oh, you just blaspheme. No, no. Healing is one of the gifts, G-I-F-T-S, set forth in the 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians. So let's keep divine healing in its place, and let's stop twisting the scriptures to prove our own opinion. I've given you, thus saith the Lord, and that will stand. In the next message we're going to bring, we'll show you that divine healing is not in the atonement. Now, you write that down in your day book. We're going to start there in a new section on this. Divine healing is not a gospel under the general heading, divine healing, true and false. And this is the old trailblazer bringing you God's word as it is to men as they are. And Paul writing to the Galatians there said, Galatians 1, 6 through 9, I marvel that you so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which, you have, that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, then that which you have received, let him be accursed. Now, my friend, I know what we're facing this day and this time. Over the years, the last hundred years or so, the gospel has been perverted. Satan's, Satan's ministers and, and prophets and so-called uh, have been on the scene now preaching error, preaching bodily healing, preaching divine healing, so-called. Paul was jealous over those to whom he preached the gospel. Did you know that? He stood, as I tell my folks here, we stand in the breach against anyone who preached anything that would separate individuals from Christ. I tell my folks here that the trailblazer, the pastor here, I stand between the living and the dead, my friend. I ask you not to get mad with me. I ask you not to foo-foo the broadcast. I ask you not to, to cast it over, over your shoulder, but just to listen. He said, Paul said to these folks, I marvel. I'm amazed that you're so soon removed from the simplicity in Christ. And that's one of the one of the leading uh, things that we say here in this broadcast and in our ministry here, that what we find on the scene today, almost universally, is there's no reality of Christ. We have a little booklet here by Pastor Shelton, the late Pastor Shelton, I'd like to send you, The Reality of Christ. And then I have another companion book with it, The Sinner Fleeing from Reality. If you write me, call me, email me, I'll send it to you. Free and postpaid. If you email me, be sure and send me your mailing address. I'll send it to you free and postpaid. And one of the things I want to say here, we don't put you on our mailing list. We don't do those things. No, sir. We just, unless you ask us to, we don't put you on our mailing list. But we send you whatever you ask for. We have a catalog here of all of Pastor Shelton's booklets, over 400 titles. 
And uh, we have the Sunday night and Wednesday night services are stretched out over a period of 40 years, and worship hour services. All of them are on CDs, and we have a catalog with them all listed in it. Some of the most gracious preaching you ever heard in your life. Old Trailblazer can't hold a light to the pastor, L.R. Shelton's ministry. I'm just a, like a bump on a stump, my friend, when it comes to preaching. But the Lord called me here, give me this little gospel broadcast to go out, and the Lord has blessed it. Blessing hearts here, there, and yonder. Folks are being awakened. Folks are being saved. The message is going out. The broadcasts are enlarging. The radio station calling for our broadcast. And I ask you folks, if you enjoy, appreciate the old trailblazer, help me with the broadcast. I'm asking the Lord for a hundred new radio stations. And we've already picked up two or three. Got a little start. That's already. All things start out small, don't they? But listen, it was, it was uh, blood redemption. Paul never preached healing. He didn't. He preached blood redemption. That's what we preach here. I have folks write me and say, Pastor Pendarvis, what do you preach? I said, I preach Christ. It was Paul day. It was the doctrine of circumcision that he had to fight. Oh, yes. He fought it tooth and nail. Now we're fighting this uh, modernism to the core, free, li- free willism. I have individuals whom I have heard over the radio at night and I have seen on television in the past, they come down to the end of their service, and they ask their audience. They say, we open in the doors to the church. Oh, my friend, what a farce. They said, come down this aisle. Take the first step. Jesus will take the next step. Come down here and shake my hand and give your heart to Jesus, and he'll save you. Now, my friend, I have no idea. I have no recollection where that was ever brought out in God's Word. We have no no, no record of anybody ever being invited to shake some preacher's hand, to join some church, and call that salvation? My friend, that's the biggest joke that Satan ever p- palmed off on our people, and they're f- swallowing it hook, line, and sinker. But no, we preach Christ. We preach Christ. Paul never compromised the gospel with any, any man. Everywhere you turn today, you'll find unsaved religionists unsaved preachers adding something to the gospel to satisfy their own fleshly opinions and fleshly carnal religion. In some quarters, we find Christ plus baptism. In others, it's Christ plus church membership. They say, that's all right. We believe that Christ died for sinners, but you have to be baptized to be saved. Every now and then, we receive letters here from individuals giving me all of the scriptures on baptism, I have others give me all the scriptures on the healing and all of those things. And then others will say it's Christ plus church membership. But if you don't belong to my church, you're going to hell. That's what they say. That's what they say. It's still in still other quarters is Christ plus a doctrine. They go to seed on the sovereignty of God. They go to seed on the on the uh, on, on other related doctrines. The grace of God. I have individuals going to seed on the grace of God. They have spread rapidly over this country in the last 40, 50 years, and uh, what is called the gospel of healing. And it's leaping bound. It's, it's growing like leaps and bound. And folks will, folks will call you old crackpot if you deny it. Salvation of gospel, uh, healing is not a gospel, but a perversion of the gospel. We would call it another gospel. Paul would call it another gospel, which is not another gospel, but the gospel perverted. We know what perversion is, don't we? We see about the sexual perverts. Well, we have religious perverts, those who, who make a, a, a religion out of, out of uh, 
divine healing, out of, out of speaking in tongues, and all of those things, related things, my friend. And I know what I'm talking about because I've seen them. I've been involved in those things in the hotbed of, of, uh, of, of, of those things here in the South, more so than anywhere else. But they tell me now it's spreading all over the country. And I made you this offer. If you'd like, I'll send you some notes by Dr. Ironside on the beginning of the charismatic movement back there in 1906. 1906 in on Azuzu Street in Los Angeles, California. I'll send that to you free and postpaid. It'll enlighten you. It'll open your eyes, my friend. Oh, but listen, the old trailblazer, just a just a, a poor old country boy. The Lord saved. Give me this little broadcast. Bring it out the gospel that someone might be saved. Did you know that the folks write me from all over the country saying, Trailblazer, uh, go on. Don't give up. Don't look back. Don't let the don't let the critics stop you from giving out the truth. But we're not going to do that by the grace of God. Would you pray for me? Would you when you go to prayer? Would you pray just a, a word or two for the old trailblazer? I appreciate it if you would. We pray for you. I have folks call me, ask me to pray for the bodily healing. I'll do that. Stop right on the telephone call. Praise the Lord. Pray for the, all sorts of things. But my friend, this is the old trailblazer. I'm I'm just just looking forward to days to come. I don't believe we're going to be here long. Do you? Let's get ready to go home. And then remember the old Trailblazer's address, the old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.